It's time to get your news on. We are VK1 WIA. And getting it on this week, Peter Schrader, VK4EA, Director with all the latest going on at board level. Roger Harrison with all the latest going in to AR Magazine. And a huge thank you goes out to, well, it goes out to you for reading, tuning, viewing this week's WIA National News. This issue for week commencing Feb 11, 2024. And I'm VK4BB, Graham, editor. Australia's ham radio news station. We are VK1 WIA. G'day, this is Peter VK4EA. I'm recording this on Mount Gumpin, Eastern Moreton Bay, on behalf of the WA Board. This week I received my General Assessor accreditation from the ACMA, so it appears the transmission of the exam service from the AMC to the ACMA is happening smoothly. The ACMA has given notice of an information session showing off the new online assessment portal for those who missed the first sessions. This next session is planned for the 19th of February. And also note, all the <coughs> exams are conducted from the changeover date will be free. Some new information, read the high power permits. The ACMA have advised that all high power permit holders would have to reapply via the scientific licence pathway. Note, it's not a requirement to acquire a scientific licence for high power. Rather, the application process follows the same path as a scientific licence. We understand a high power permit holder has already gone through the process and has been successful in renewing the high power permit. We finally understand that Lee Moyle, our illustrious Vice President, has visited the Ballarat Hamfest last weekend and answered a number of questions in relation to the class licence and what the WA are doing. And we invite any organisation holding an event to invite one of us along for a chat. I'm planning on attending the Redcliffe and Districts Radio Club Redfest the 6th of April helping the Brisbane VHF group deliver a presentation on microwave equipment and operating, and also available for any queries of what the WI is up to. And cheers for now and farewell from Mungumpin. This has been Peter of vk 4 ea on behalf of the WA Board. This is Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine, Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. Dudes, a new year has begun and we're back in the saddle again. But I'll not foist upon you the strains of Back in the Saddle again from that ancient rom-com movie Sleepless in Seattle. I believe that the first issue for this year is now appearing in saddlebags here and there, or it is at least wending its way to post boxes across the country in the saddlebags of Australia Post, also appearing in newsagents and available online since Thursday last. On last week's broadcast, I gave you a few snippets, a little taste, so to speak, of what to expect in this issue. Today, I have pretty much the main course. Under our Pioneers of the Past theme, the leading feature is on Pioneering Women in Amateur Radio, compiled by Jen Wardrop, VK3WQ. She reveals the goss on the Kalawata clan and the matriarch of the Monkers, Amid details on the pioneering efforts of leading women of the past, there's some wry amusement with a little vivant verse. Naturally, Jen covers the foundations of LARA, the Australian Ladies Amateur Radio Association, to advocate for all women engaged in the amateur service. 
I understand that the founding females had the sense to sidestep an early proposal for the name, rejecting Ladies Amateur Service Association, LASA. Too close to the Scottish colloquialism, Lassie, apparently. Tin didn't cover that. It's something from the Harrison Family Archives. Removes tongue from cheek. Dustin VK7TW details the life and times of Tasmanian telephony, telegraphy and wireless pioneer Frederick Medhurst, whose name is woven into the very fabric of the annals of the WIA Tasmanian Division. Here's a question. How can amateurs market amateur radio to others? Well, WIA ex-president Phil Waite, VK2ASD, tackles this thorny question using artificial intelligence, plus a little help from friends. Look for the picture that heads the article showing a happy ham at home in a well-appointed shack. But wait a minute, is that gear for real? Amusement aside, marketing our hobby presents serious challenges. Moving on, in the Why Is It So department, Dr George Galanis, VK3EIP, has an intriguing article on why dish antenna patterns have lobes. Don't miss, of lobes and dishes. Lou VK3AQZ completes more modules for his 80, 40 and 20 metre rig for the road. For contesters, we have a report of last year's Remembrance Day contest and some things to note about the contest champion rules. Be sure to catch the nail-biting story on how amateur radio survived WRC 23 by Dale VK1DSH and Peter VK2EMR. At this point, I must address a complaint from a reader. Last week, Greg Bain VK2OX wrote to me, complaining as follows, and I quote, You and the team still cause me a problem. Not enough time, with an abundance of high-quality material to read. Keep up the great work. End of quote. Thanks, Greg. I can only promise that there is more pain coming. Issue 1 of Amateur Radio Magazine, Volume 92. More guts, less gab. Proudly produced and printed in Australia. I'm Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News. Connecting Australian radio amateurs, the Wireless Institute of Australia and the weekly news service continues. We are VK1WIA. Are our very last week as we know it, before the class licence. ACMA makes new amateur radio arrangements and these include changes to licensing, qualifications, call signs, charges, examination assessors and overseas visiting amateurs. Yes, Monday, February 19, the following aspects of the new arrangements will commence. The Radio Communications Class Licence 2023 is the link to see. Revised Qualifications Framework New call sign arrangements, ACMA allocating qualification and call sign services, ACMA receiving accredited assessor applications, revised arrangements for overseas visiting amateurs. Now, just again, to make sure we are all clear on what these changes from next week mean, may I strongly suggest you revisit the WIA news releases from December last year and visit the ACMA webpage. All links are shown in this edition of WIA National News. From here, there and everywhere, 
You've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now with international news, Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. Heil Sound donates equipment to Whiskey One Alpha Whiskey. The Hiram Percy Maxim Memorial Station W1AW at ARRL headquarters in Newington, Connecticut has received a generous donation of equipment from the Heil Ham Radio Division of Heil Sound. The company's founder, Bob Heil, Kilo 9 Echo India Delta, is a pioneering audio engineer and avid radio amateur. At his direction, the company donated four Heil Pro Set Elite HC6 headsets, three Heil Pro Set 3 stereo headphones, two Heil FS3 press-to-talk foot switches, one Heil ICM microphone, one Heil PR30 microphone, and various adapters. The equipment has been placed into service at the station for use by visiting operators. UK amateur radio licences are changing, as previously noted by Ofcom, and as a result their amateur radio licence examinations will need to change to reflect these changes. The scale of the licence changes will have an impact on both licensing and operating. Ofcom is currently reviewing representations and will publish its final decision, including the final version of the licence, before February 21. In parallel with the Ofcom consultation and representation periods, RSGB have been working on the syllabus and published an early draft on the RSGB website. They expect the final version of the syllabus to be ready a few weeks after Ofcom publishes the final version of the licence. And we've also had time to consider comments from trainers. However, the new licence will come into effect before work on the syllabus and examination question bank is completed. RSGB have sought and gained approval from Ofcom to continue to examine the current licence conditions for a period of six months following the publication of the new licence. Young D Expeditioners prep for Guyana. A quartet of four young friends, all in their 20s, all-seasoned de-expeditioners, can at last fulfil the dream they have shared since before the pandemic shut that dream down, a trip to Guyana to activate 8 Romeo 7 X-Ray. Whoever believes there aren't enough young amateurs in the hobby need only look at this group of active amateurs, which includes some already prominent and involved young hams. Philip Springer, Delta Kilo 6 Sierra Papa, Jamie Williams, Mike Zero Sierra Delta Victor, Sven Lovrick, Delta Juliet 4 Mike X-Ray, and Tommy Varro, Hotel Alpha 8 Romeo Tango. Listen for them. From the 14th to the 24th of February, they'll be operating CW, SSB, FT8 and RTTY on the HF bands. Co-leader Philip has been a ham since the age of 10, so half of his life already and is active in the IARU Region 1 Youth Working Group and has served on the board of the Worldwide Radio Operators Foundation. He and Tommy, Hotel Alpha 8 Romeo Tango, were on the youth team Yankee 82 Delta at the WRTC 2018 in Germany. New Indian Documentary is a collection of nostalgic stories of radio enthusiasts. Librarian Vijay Diodar's radio has shut shop. The Pune resident calls one technician after another, disappointed each time they tell him that they've moved on and they don't repair radios anymore. It's a fitting way to start my radio, my life, 
a film by Pune based Time Cap Documentaries, which, as its co founder and the film's director producer, Makarand Wakir, says, was launched during the pandemic to document traditions and habits that are going to vanish soon. Its release also perfectly timed as World Radio Day is set to be celebrated on February 13. The day was announced in 2011 by UNESCO and adopted by the UN General Assembly in 2012 as a UN International Day. Radio as a technology, science, means of communication and system of programming audio elements has roots all the way back to the 1800s, so it can be safely said that the medium is already well into its second century, says the UNESCO website. And this year's theme is a century of informing, entertaining and educating. Wakia's documentary is a collection of nostalgic stories of radio enthusiasts, features restorers, announcers and, of course, listeners. The treatment is one that focuses on a slow life, accentuated by memories shared by men and women who saw the radio as a friend. It, the film, works as a time capsule. That's why this documentary is important to have been made. It can exist as part of archives all over the world because the radio affected the lives of so many people. Thieves have been known to target radio towers for their copper. Only last month, WIA National News reported on copper thieves toppling the tower of Payne Media Group's country, K95.5 in the USA knocking the station off the air, causing nearly half a million dollars in damage. But this one takes the cake. Or should that be, this one takes the tower. Thieves have toppled and stolen the 200-foot tower of classic hits WJLX AM in Jasper. The theft was discovered late last week and also included the transmitter and other equipment. Station owner and general manager Brett Elmore broke the news saying... I've heard of thieves in this area stealing anything, but this one takes the cake. My bush hog crew went down to a tower site we have. When they arrived, they called to notify me that not only my building was vandalised, but my 200-foot tower was gone. They stole every piece of equipment out of the building, cut the guy wires, and somehow managed to down and remove the 200-foot tower and take it from the property. Jasper Police is investigating... But if you see a strange new tower pop up, call the Jasper Police Department at 205-221-2121. Let's face it, if they can steal a tower, they can probably sneak it unobserved into any corner of the world. For VK1WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. We are VK1WIA. Now, operational news with VK4FUQ. Felix. Hello there. Hi, in this ham radio operational news. It's a contact sport. Now, contest-wise, 2024. Dust those keys off for next weekend. ARRLDXCW contest, February 17-18. Use only the 160, 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metre bands. New for 2024 is the limited antenna overlay. An interesting twist on this long-running ARRL contest. Any single operator or single operator unlimited entrant can enter using the limited antennas overlay. Operation is limited to the use of single element antennas such as a single vertical end-fed wire or a single dipole antenna no more than 50 feet above the ground at its highest point. The antenna may cover multiple bands as in the case of multi-band verticals and dipoles with fan or trap instructions. 
New Zealand stock white memorial fill day will be 24-25 February 2024. The rules have been tweaked slightly and are now up on the NZIAT website. The definition of acceptable overseas contacts has changed to Oceania, as defined by the DXCC list. These changes have been made to better align the rules with the contest objective, simplify scoring, and to use a defined geographical boundary. ARRL DEX Phone Contest March 2 and 3. Yes, the phone version of next weekend's CW section. Use only the 160, 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metre bands. IARU HF World Championship, the second full weekend of July. That is 13-14. Trans-Tasman Lubin Contest, July 21, 2024. The Trans-Tasman Contest, always held on the third weekend in July, aims to encourage low-band activity between VK and ZL. Only contest bands 160, 80 and 40 metres are allowed with SSB, CW and digital, that is, RIDI or PSK. This contest is another official WIA contest that will count towards the Peter Brown Contest Champion Awards. August 17, 18, 2024. Remembrance Day Contest. Amateurs will endeavour to contact amateurs in VK call areas, ZL and PG9 on all bands except WARC bands. Modes allowed are phone, CW and RITI, as per the era remembered. Again, the 2024 contest is 17-18 August. DX Window to the World Turkey Special event station TC6EQ is QRV until February 29 to commemorate the devastating earthquake that struck Turkey on February 6, 2023. QSL TW. Listen throughout the new year for a special call sign 9A100RKZ, marking the 100th anniversary of the Radio Club Zagreb, which was founded on the 24th of March 1924 in Croatia. QSL via 9A1ADE. Kingdom of Eswatini. Hands. 3DA0AQ has been QRV on 50 metres using digital modes between 1800 and 2000 hours Zulu. Eswatini is also incorrectly referred to its former official name of Swaziland, a landlocked country in southern Africa. 3DA0AQ, QSL via EA5GL. Into 160MDX, listen up, Ecuador. Rick is QRV as HC1MD-2 and is generally active from 0100 hours to 0300 hours Zulu and will soon be QRV on 160m using FT8. QSL via K8. LJG. For BK1WIA National News, I'm Felix PK 4FUQ Inningham. From here, there, and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are BK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Bruce, VK3 Triple F. And a very good day to you. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Astronomy and Wireless Weather. Northern Arizona DX Association will be continuing with Year 4 of the 10-year special event countdown to the 100th anniversary of the discovery of Pluto by Clyde Tombaugh at Lowell Observatory in Flagstaff, Arizona. This annual nine-day event is held each February through to the 2030 anniversary. This year's event is taking place February 10th to 18th UTC. 
club members will be operating from Lowell Observatory and their home QTHs using the special event call sign W7P. Again, this will feature a new QSL card. The annual cards have subjects cantered around Clyde Tombaugh, his discovery, the moons of Pluto, some of his early telescopes, lenses used, etc., with lots of great information. Doug Tombaugh, N3PDT, Clyde Tombaugh's nephew, will be operating during the event as W7P0, and a contact with Doug or his team counts as an additional endorsement on the certificate that can be used as a wild card for any previous year. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. The first amateur radio station on the moon is JS1YMG. The Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency, JAXA, successfully landed their Smart Lander for Investigating Moon, SLIM, on January 19, 2024. Just before touchdown, SLIM released two small lunar surface probes, LEV-1 and LEV-2. LEV-2 collects data while moving on the lunar surface and LEV-1 receives the data. The JAXA Ham Radio Club, JHRC, JQ1ZVI, secured amateur radio licence JS1YMG for LEV1, which has been transmitting Morse code on 437.41 MHz since January the 19th. The probe uses a 1-watt UHF antenna with circular polarisation and is transmitting matters related to amateur business. Moreover, the transmission of UHF band radio waves from LEV-1 as a part of outreach efforts has encouraged participation from amateur radio operators globally and JAXA has been receiving reports of successful signal receptions. This initiative provided an opportunity for the public to be directly engaged in lunar exploration missions. JAXA extended sincere gratitude to everyone involved in the LEV-1 mission. SLIM was launched on September 6, 2023 and landed on January 19, 2024 with the mission of analysing the composition of rocks to aid research about the origin of the moon. SLIM's landing made Japan the fifth country to achieve a soft touchdown on the moon. The landing was achieved with exceptional precision within 180 feet of its targeted touchdown location. And after just six years in orbit, FOX-1D, designated as AMSAT Oscar 92, AO-92, re-entered the Earth's atmosphere early February. AO-92 was a 1U CubeSat developed and built by AMSAT. It carried a single-channel transponder for mode UV in FM and also had an L-band converter which allowed the FM transponder to be switched to an uplink in the 23-centimetre band. The distance record on AO-92's UV mode was 5,011 kilometres, a transatlantic QSO between F4DXV and VE1VOX that took place on August the 10th, 2020. 
the record via the LV mode was 4,202 kilometres between OA4 XQ3SA and XE1MEX on June 3rd, also in 2020. By every measure, AO92 was a tremendously successful amateur radio satellite providing educational and research benefits to AMSAT's university partners as well as providing several years of reliable FM communication for amateurs. Its useful life far exceeded the average operational lifespan for commercial or educational CubeSats. Worldwide special interest groups, radio amateur young timers, Yota, youngsters on the air. Over to Alec, VK2MV. Thank you, Bruce. I've mentioned Elmers in a previous news contribution. What are they? Say the word Elmer to a non-ham and two thoughts spring to mind. Glue for primary school students and a bald-headed rabbit hunter who has trouble pronouncing his R's. In our hobby, Elmers hold a high place of esteem. The word means an experienced operator who takes a novice under their wing to give them guidance and answers to the thousands of questions that confront the newbie. The word within the ham world has relatively recent origins. It first appeared in a 1971 QST article by Rod Newkirk, W9BRD, in which he calls out how it is common for an eager student to lose interest in the hobby once their mentor moves away. He wrote, Too frequently one hears a sad story in this little nutshell. Oh, I almost forgot a ticket to, but Elmer, W9XYZ, moved away and I kind of lost interest. Let's prevent this from happening to us and encourage young, prospective and new hams to reach out for an Elmer. How can we do this? I encourage clubs to have a Yoda coordinator role for those who don't have one. Part of that role may be to gather and keep information about what special interests members may have and are willing to share their knowledge in that interest with others, including us youth. I'm lucky to say I have a few hams who are my Elmers. Thank you. You know who you are. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Alec, VK2MV in Sydney. Thanks, Alec. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, IOTA. AF028. Not the best place in the world at the moment, but Yemen is on air. Vlad is QRV as 702WX from Socotra Island, IOTA AF028, until tomorrow, February 12th, on 160, 80 and 40 metres, QSL via IZ8CCW. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Maritime. Up Periscope. February 17th marks the 160th anniversary of the sinking of the USS Housatonic by the H.L. Hunley submarine. The event took place in 1864 in Charleston, South Carolina, and was the first successful sinking of a warship by a submarine. The Trident Amateur Radio Club will commemorate the submarine by operating special event station N4HLH on Saturday, February 17th from Fort Moultrie on Sullivan's Island from 3pm UTC until 7pm UTC. Proposed frequencies are 7.117 for CW and 7.262 and 14.262 as well as 28.462 MHz. A QSL card will be available upon receipt of a self-addressed stamped envelope for US requests 
and a self-addressed envelope with $2 US for international requests. Although maritime use of Morse code is pretty much only found in history books these days, radio listeners around the world enjoyed a tribute recently to that long-gone practice. You'll recall several weeks back we told you of the challenge as radio listeners copied a series of Morse code messages that employed methods once used by Cold War-era stations. Numbers in clusters of five were sent over commercial HF frequencies using RITI and CW from historic Maritime California station KPH. This was the third such cryptography event by members of the Maritime Radio Historical Society, which was created in 1999 to preserve the tradition of maritime Morse code. The Society estimates that about 150 people participated from around the Seven Seas. Of course, the Society doesn't have to wait for one of its events to send Morse code. Volunteers get on the air on the Society's amateur station K6KPH, where they send CW the old-fashioned way, by hand. I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F from sunny Bendigo. 2024, and as I say, it's a date. Clubs are more than welcome to email text with audio for this section, and details of all WIA affiliated clubs and societies can be found on the WIA website, including email addresses and website links. Now, we've got a couple of very free months coming up. Nothing has been reported to WIA National News as taking place in the Ham Kingdom. The next one on the scene is VK4 Redcliffe and District's Redfest, April 6. The WIA AGM happens May 4 to 5 in Bundaberg. And with that, you're up to date. I'm Graham, VK4BB. See you next week and walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.